Hello and welcome to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome to our viewers and to our listeners on the radio. Today we'll be getting updates on the mission and the work of United Way of Erie County with its new president, the first woman to lead the organization, and also with a key board member. So my guests today are Lori B. Root, the president of United Way of Erie County, and Colleen Moore-Mesler of Moore Research, and also a board member who chairs the Executive Compensation and Review Committee. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Glad Thank to you. be here. So we're going to start with uh, this idea, Lori, that you are the first woman president. You have a very interesting bio that I was reading. Some <laughs> things I knew, some things I really did not. So tell us a little bit about your background that, that brought you to this place. You've, you've been back in Erie for a while, but you had mm -hmm. some interesting travels in your career. I did. So I uh, am what I call a boomeranger. Um, I grew up in Erie. I went to school here um, and then went to college, though, in Virginia and uh, lived in the D.C. area for quite some time uh, before returning to Erie uh, 11 years ago now. And uh, so uh, my uh, background is um, a little eclectic. Um, I have um, done, worked in the private sector, but really um, in the, for the most part of my professional journey, I uh, was in the nonprofit sector in the D.C. area. So um, had the, um, Opportunity to return to Erie uh, to work for, with United Way. I never thought I would be back, but I'm thrilled to be back here. And uh, so um, that's uh, the uh, short uh, <laughs> overview of my background. All right, well, let's pick up on a, on a couple of interesting <laughs> points here. So you worked for Senator Hines at one time. You were involved in the publishing business with federal government, but you lived in Seoul, South Korea for a while? I did, I did. So yes, I, I worked for Senator Hines right out of college. Uh, very interesting. I've always been interested in politics, but being on the Hill, I realized I didn't want to be involved that closely with politics. Um, but um, worked for a private company, publishing company, that did um, review and research around the uh, federal sector uh, in the D.C. area, and then um, I uh, lived in Seoul, uh, South Korea for two years, and I was involved with the embassy community there, but I personally worked on the economy. I worked for Munwa Broadcasting Corporation, MBC, which at that point in time in Seoul, uh, there were, or in South Korea, there were only two TV stations. So you kind of forayed into our business here, and you were also VP at uh, Women in Cable Telecommunications. So was that the yes. last position before you came back to Erie? Yes, that's correct. So I was with WICT um, for uh, quite some time as the Vice President of um, Program Development and Education, working with women executives and leadership training. So it really was uh, very rewarding. Uh, got to travel all over the country working with um, women in the cable industry, not in the front of the camera, but those uh, in the, on the backside in the business section of the uh, industry. So let's transition a little bit now into your role with United Way. As you said, you've been back here for about 11 years, uh, and you were working as VP of Major Gifts and Planned Giving, I think, for a while, but you've, you've kind of had a lot of hats within the organization. So um, tell us about why coming back and working with United Way uh, really was a good fit for you. Yeah, so I think it was a combination of uh, living in the D.C. area, which has a lot of great opportunities, but it is a very disconnected um, area. There's a lot of transients, uh, people moving in and out, and um, 
we were ready to come back to a, a smaller community with a sense of community. And I think that that's really what drew me back to the Erie area. And um, it's been uh, an opportunity to leverage the skill sets that I have been able to develop over the years, uh, working with different um, nonprofits. I never worked in the social sector, so to speak, um, area. They were with um, international foundations or uh, trade and professional societies, national trade and professional societies. But it was an opportunity to take those, those skills and come back to Erie and uh, uh, live and work in a community that I wanted to be a part of again. Well, there are so many exciting things going on here, and certainly United Way is, is at the heart of a lot of them. So, Colleen, from the board's perspective, why was Lori the right person for the job at this point, point in time? Well, you know, United Way is in a really unique position right now. Um, we're going through a lot of transformable change, and Lori has done a fantastic job in so many capacities for the United Way. Um, whether it be the Imagination Library, which I know we'll talk about in a little bit, but she was really instrumental in bringing it not only to the community, but you know, seeing it grow and succeed and really getting off the ground, as well as the community schools. She really led um, so many of the efforts. You know, we, we were, were hoping for five community schools uh, by this point, and we're at 11. Um, and so there's been so much change, but Lori has been right there with the whole process and really understands what our board of directors, our vision is for the future. And we're really excited um, to have Lori at the helm. So just briefly, um, at the helm for a long time, Bill Jackson, so there is a transition process and that's underway? Yeah, so Bill uh, has been with uh, United Way for 25 years, wow. which is unusual these days to find someone uh, with an organization that long. Uh, really, uh, he's so passionate about the community and the work, and, um, but he felt it was time uh, you know, to go on to the next part of his journey, and so he is um, phasing out of uh, United Way. Uh, he's the president emeritus now, and so we're working together on the transition and working to, uh, with board members on the transition to make sure that it's smooth and seamless for everyone. Well, there's so much more to talk about during your time at United Way. Its mission has been totally revamped here in Erie County, and we'll talk about that next. Welcome back to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Today we're talking with Lori Root, new president of United Way of Erie County and board member Colleen Moore-Mesler about the mission and the work of United Way. They came in their United Way gear here. So <laughs> certainly here in the community, you'd have to be asleep to not know that you're on a mission to crush poverty. So uh, making this switch for United Way to becoming an impact organization, we've talked about it before, but just kind of remind us what was the seed idea behind the, the plan to totally revamp everything? So it came, I think it was a bit um, organic just because the, of the changing nature of philanthropic um, organizations and also the work that we were doing um, has changed so much in terms of when we first started out, you know, over 100 years ago, there were 22 social service agencies in Erie and now there are hundreds of them. And so 
our main mission at that point in time and why United Way were um, founded was to be the fundraiser for other organizations to take that burden off of them so that they could focus on their work. That's just changed tremendously. We live in a completely different world now. And so it really came through um, a discussion that we had in, in a strate strategic planning session where the um, uh, facilitator said, you know, if you could start with a, a, a blank slate, would you be doing what you're doing now? Or would it look different? And to a person on the board and on staff, it was like, oh no, we would be doing something completely different. So um, breaking the cycle of poverty, I'm sure, was the natural thing to pivot to because of all the statistical studies and things that had been done about how much poverty there was in Erie. So uh, are you convinced now that that was the right move? I certainly am. That's um, yeah, why I, I'm still here. <laughs> we definitely feel like it's the right move. And in order to crush poverty, we need to start you know, really young. And so every, all of the programs and the services that United Way is you know, really undertaking right now is really about trying to help those young children grow and succeed through not only their younger years, but also throughout life. So your website, we can take a look at, certainly shows what United Way is up to, but uh, give us the big overview on how much thought and planning went into this change, and were you modeling after your other United Ways in the country? So a lot of thought uh, went into this. Um, we started with, you know, we've got limited resources. Uh, where can we have the biggest impact? And we know that Erie, unfortunately, has been um, in this cycle of poverty, uh, whether it is generational or situational. And what do we need to do to break that cycle? Um, and focusing on education is an area that we thought we could have the most impact. So we actually spent a couple of years doing a lot of research, talking to other um, communities, not only United Ways, but other communities. Uh, and we did research on poverty and approaches to um, addressing uh, the issue of poverty and um, realized that within education, we needed to even narrow that down more and have a very uh, definitive strategic approach to how we are supporting education for low-income children to be successful in school. So we know that that is the community schools program then, and you started in the city of Erie with select schools. That has grown. How is it working? How do you measure the impact of that, and has COVID been a, a, a setback? Definitely, uh, it has been a setback, unfortunately. But the good thing is that the community schools were um, set up to react quickly. And so for those schools that were community schools when COVID hit, uh, they were able to um, use an overused term, pivot, and reach out to the families, reach out to the students uh, to make sure that they did not fall you know, through the cracks, that they had the supports that they needed uh, to continue to uh, engage and um, be active with their learning, uh, because it, it was just such a challenging time on, on so many different levels. So uh, the community school model really um, helped the families, not only the students, but the families uh, through that really, the first several rough months of COVID. 
we'll we'll dig in a little bit in the next section into exactly what community schools do. But how has this shift or this pivot impacted fundraising? Is there community buy-in for United Way? Absolutely. Um, in fact, I think that there's a better understanding now because we have a clear message of what we are doing. Uh, it's not that we're you know, funding other organizations doing good work, but we actually have a plan, we have a strategy, uh, we can talk about all of the data, and we know what our goals and outcomes are that we are, are trying to achieve. So when um, I first started talking with the business community before we launched the, the pilot community schools, they got it because they understand that this is a, an investment on their part in the future workforce. We're part of the economic development and health of our community and making that connection was not a reach for the business leaders. So just briefly, you moved into the headquarters at ICAT, uh, the new renovated Wayne School property um, from your longtime offices on West 6th Street. So how's that working out? It is really, if you haven't been there yet, it is really beautiful. Um, it's. It's so great to see everything coming together. We're in a wonderful location within the city, um, very close to one of our community schools, and um, it's been a great change and much needed. And you're working there every day, you like it? Love it, yes. It's um, really nice to have ECAT there. We have you know the other tenants that are in the building uh, with us. It's just, it's becoming a center for support of opportunities. Uh, and that's what we want to see in the community. Well, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the priorities of United Way of Erie County and your priorities as the new president. Stay with us. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome back again to The Insider. We're talking with Lori Root, new president of United Way of Erie County and board member Colleen Moore-Mesler about the United Way's mission and work. So let's talk about the priorities for the organization. Top priority, it's, it's crushing poverty. That is our top priority. Uh, I would love to say that we're going to solve it this year or next year, but it's, uh, this is a marathon and it's going to be a long-term investment uh, with our community uh, to accomplish that goal. Um, so we are on the path that we believe that we need to be in, so that's the priority. We aren't gonna be changing our priority. Um, one of my personal priorities is to expand the understanding of the work that we're doing in the community as part of that larger economic development or the ecosystem in Erie that we are focusing really upstream you know, on the, the human capital and the investment that we need to make in the, the children, our future workforce in the community and their families so that we have um, a great opportunity for them for all of the other things that are happening downstream, you know, having those jobs and, and the expansion of uh, things that are happening downtown and all across the county. Yeah, it really goes hand in hand yes. with some other things going on. We'll get to that in just a second, but what, what are your key products? Um, what are you most proud of? I know you've touched on the Imagination Library. We've talked about community schools. Just give us a real quick synopsis of what those programs do. So the Imagination Library is the uh, free monthly book program for children from the time they're born until their fifth birthday. 
and it's, um, it was founded by Dolly Parton, and I just want to be clear that Dolly Parton does not pay for the program. Uh, that's locally funded through United Way and the generous- 100%. 100% uh, through the generosity of our uh, community, really. Uh, it's about a $300,000 a year program, but it gets um, age-appropriate and developmentally appropriate books into the hands of these children, which is so incredibly important. And how are you constantly signing up new kids to, to get that? I mean, do they age out of it and new kids come in? Currently, we have about 9,000 wow. students, or children, I should say, um, enrolled, and we just hit 25,000 young people that have gone through the program or are currently in the program and again every month they get a age-appropriate book from birth to age five um, and it has been a wonderful program the kids are so excited when they get that book in the uh, in the mail every month and it's really making a big difference. So is this the investment in human capital that you're talking about um, so that these are uh, young workers for our communities or um, idea builders for our community and and can you see an impact in reading scores because I know like third grade for example is a big year yeah that's that's very true Lisa um, so with the imagination library we just finished a second round of original research that we uh, partnered with Penn State Barron and um, the uh, research the first round was published in a peer-reviewed uh, international um, psychology, reading psychology journal, which shows statistically the difference, the significant difference of children enrolled in the program with their early concepts about print and early literacy skills in kindergarten. The misunderstanding that many have is that, you know, my child is going to go to kindergarten, they're going to learn everything. Well, they need to be ready for kindergarten. And within the first three or four years of a child's life, about 85 or 90 percent of their brain is wired. So they need that exposure to literacy to be set up for success in school. So it's, it's a great program. It feels good, but it has a uh, very uh, important uh, impact on a child's success in school. So obviously, books just can't come into the home if there's not somebody to read to the child. So um, do you feel like you have support from the parents where these books are going, that, that, uh, that they appreciate what, what United Way is doing? We've heard really great things um, about the you know, people receiving them and how, again, how excited their children are when they receive these uh, books. But I think that what's wonderful about the Imagination Library is that it doesn't matter what your income level is. Anybody can apply. You can go on our website and um, register your children, your grandchildren um, for this program, and it's really wonderful. Well, so you talked about economic development in that uh, infrastructure. Um, does United Way, because of this approach, have a seat at the table that you didn't really have before with other organizations in the community? Yes, definitely. I think that <clears throat> we're being recognized uh, as an important partner in the economic uh, growth and uh, the positive uh, direction that I think Erie really is heading now. Um, so um, when James Grunke came in as the, the new head of the chamber, um, he very clearly stated that, you know, the, the social sector and, and the potential of the social sector has on a, a community's appeal is very, very important. And so we feel that we're there, that we have that um, strategy in place and are really excited about being in the discussion with other organizations and groups. Okay, when we come back, we're going to debunk some myths. We hope you'll stay with us. Thank you.
We're back talking with Lori Root, new president of United Way of Erie County and board member Colleen Moore-Mesler. So debunking myths, uh, people really need to know that United Way of Erie County is a local organization? That's correct. We are a local organization that's focused on local issues. We have a local board. The money that is raised in Erie County stays in Erie County and uh, is we are not uh, sending money out elsewhere. Uh, it is all local. And that's a question you get asked a lot? A lot. Okay. <laughs> so we've done that one. You mentioned Dolly doesn't fund the Imagination Library, so we've covered that. You're no longer an umbrella organization just doling funds out to different social service organizations. So let's talk about the fundraising campaign, the one that we all know comes mm -hmm. to, into your workplace. Is that still done or are you focusing more on a year-round fundraising model? It definitely has changed and morphed into a longer period of time uh, in terms of uh, engagement with the community. Uh, the annual workplace campaign we still do, but some companies it works better in the spring or may work better in the summer, so we, you know, adjust to that but um, the funding model has definitely changed in terms of uh, the workplace campaign across the country um, has um, declined and just because of the change in the, the workplace and, and with businesses so the uh, support from the private sector that we have gotten and, and we we think there are a lot more businesses in the Erie community that if they were really um, familiar and informed with the work that we're doing would be really interested in, in joining. So Colleen, that corporate support is important and is that in terms of a business being a sponsor of a community school or just really getting your mission and giving you some uh, regular commitments of money? A little bit of both um, and we're certainly um, open to talking to different organizations and you know trying to find out what that good fit would be for people to to donate to the United Way in whatever capacity that might be um, but we definitely need the, the business support as well as you know average donors out there um, people that are retired that want to give back it's so important and so if people listening whether they're um, thinking about their company or themselves want to donate uh, how do they do that? Do they do that through your website? What's the best way? Yes, they can uh, definitely go to our website and uh, there's a donate now uh, click on that. Very easy. You can go and donate online. Uh, you can always call us. Uh, we are able to meet if you want to learn more about the work that we're doing. So we try to make it as easy as possible. So you could meet with an individual or a company. And again, to learn more about what you're doing, um, it's best to go to the website? It's best to go to the website. Um, also, our social media, we're on just about every platform, and it really gives you an idea of um, some of the wonderful things that we're doing and the, the impact, really. Um, I think being able to see that daily is really a, a great reminder of that there's you know, so much being done, but there's so much more to be done as well. Well, congratulations again on the new position. If people want to donate and get a cool blue shirt like you have, they can get <laughs> yes, one. Yes. All right. Well, thanks again, both of you, for being with us. And as always, thank you for joining us here on The Insider. If you have an idea that you'd like me to explore, just email me at ladams at erienewsnow.com. And join us again next time for The Insider.